And on sourdough is the best. best. Let's rank breads. Sourdough. <laughs> sourdough, yes, number rye. one. I like rye. Rye, number two. Um, potato bread. Oh. Do you like potato bread? Yes. Or are you just saying that to no, mimic me? I like potato bread. Potato bread, number three. Welcome to the Board Game Snobs Podcast. Critically harsh reviews with a touch of class. I find that the best activities are activities that you do with another person. Except in board gaming. I hate co-op games. Co-op games are my least favorite of games. See, I think the best activities that you can have is when two individuals are trying to reach a common goal. Oh, so sweet. Like in life, marriage. No, like in other activities. Okay, I'm Gabby. This is Jerry. I'm Mike. And we are here to discuss board games related to co-op games. Board games and other, other rela- stuff. Other stuff. This is the banter section. Are we banter, banter section engaged. engaged. Um, uh, go I ahead. You got something? I don't have anything. <laughs> I don't have anything. You don't have nothing? Uh, here's the thing. While I don't, You're not good at bantering. I don't like banter. No, I like this is, no, this is your deal with banter. Yes. This, that's your problem with banter. Is like when you meet somebody new. It's like you don't want a small talk. Hey, how you doing? What you know? You like so? What is, are you married? Why not? How do you feel about that? Well, I What's like going to know on? What's your job? Married. How come I'll, you don't have this job? I like to know. And sometimes people don't want to get like get that deep right then and there. Why not? They want, to the chase. I, but that's just not that's just not like a protocol. Who who decides this? Is there an institution that says that this is small talk and this is not? There might small be. talk engage. Who are you? I, I just walked oh, into the house Enrique. and sat Enrique's down. Back. Oh, great. Uh, back with his sleeveless shirt. <laughs> another day, another sleeveless shirt. Do you have any shirts with sleeves? That's yes, my question. He's got a few. Are they anything other than dress shirts? Dress shirts? No. no. Do you <laughs> own dress shirts? No, I guess I should he does Or your dress shirts he's got also one. sleeveless. Uh, well, well, I have <laughs> dress shirts that... Don't fit around my neck or are currently too short for my arm. You got a fat neck. Yeah. But that's all right. We love you anyways. And I want to bring out something. Fat neck. I like. Hashtag fat neck. (laughs) Do you like fat necks? Look. (laughs) Look. Look, I like fat necks and I cannot lie. (laughs) I like fat necks and I cannot lie. No other mother can deny. No, no, no. This is why I don't like small talk because it leads to dark places such as this where you end up uh, quoting and saying things that I don't care I just about. Talked about fat necks. Enrique no, started it. I, here, this is why I don't like small talk. This small is why talk. I think what? small no. talk is stupid. So, okay, if you meet a stranger, like you just meet a stranger, like hey, hey, I avoid people for the most part. I understand I that, but when you do meet some. Somebody. I say, what is your go-to? Hello. Well, first off, hello, stranger. Hello, stranger. I, I have found, and this is actually a psychological intent. Here we go. And this is ah, something. I this is something that I, I know you do. Uh, f- two things. One, I mimic them. Whatever their gestures or words are, I tend to try to take them on. And mimicry. A mimicry. Hmm. And so, if they're very. If they gesture a lot, you I, mi- did you mimic me the yeah, first time you absolutely. met me? Absolutely. What did you do? Well, like uh, I acted real uh, uh, jovial, oh, okay. and, and then and you know, and then acted like I couldn't remember anything. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, but no, you mimic the person, and they see themselves in you, and they think this is somebody who I like. 
The other thing I do is that normally when I'm talking to somebody and I'm trying to make small talk, as I get going on with them, I try to direct the conversation to things that are happy in terms of happy memories. So, for instance, if I were to ask you, what is the, uh, where do you like to go? What's the funnest place you've ever been? The funnest place I've funnest ever been. Place you've ever been. <sighs> Belize. Okay, thanks, Mike. There you go, Mike. Mike shot out. I got to think because my life has not been that fun. Oh, no, it goes way downhill after Belize. Bro. Yeah, Belize was kind of a rough <laughs> spot there. I like Colombia. It was nice. What did you do in Colombia besides uh, no, cocaine and no. coffee? <laughs> so this is why I don't do small talk. This is exactly why I don't do small talk. But I just no. snorted. Yeah. I cracked up on my own joke. You made, you made a comment about cocaine and then snorted. Thank you. All the listeners will love that. No, I'm just saying is that when you ask somebody about a happy memory, they tend to associate it with you as they talk about it. They get a happy, happy in memory. your present. Let me think about it. You don't have any happy memories. Remember, that, remember happy memories. Do you remember the Arby's Burger 5 for 5? Oh, I do uh, remember the yeah. Frisco Burger yes. from Hardee's. <laughs> yes! The Frisco Burger was a uh, sourdough bun. I love sourdough. And sourdough is the best. best. Let's rank breads. Sourdough. <laughs> sourdough, yes, number rye. one. I like rye. Rye, number two. Um, potato bread. Oh. Do you like potato bread? Yes. Or are you just saying that to no, mimic me? I like potato bread. Potato bread, number three. The rest can go to white. That bread is like way down there. White bread. When I was a kid. That's I, sugar. When, okay. I was one of those kids whose mamas like didn't allow any sugar cereals or white bread. So happen? it was bran flakes and wheat bread. Well, your colon was good then, wasn't it? But as soon as I turned 18, I rebelled. I bet. I was like, only white bread Car- and only tricks. Carbs and cocoa are your friend. <laughs> Carbs are my friend. Coincidentally, that's about the time I started gaining weight. Lost your hair, gained Lost weight. Lost my hair, gained white weight. White bread. White bread, it's amazing because like it. I, I I like the way it tastes, but man, it gums up. Like you can roll it up into a little ball. That's not what bread should do, though. <laughs> I know it's not natural. It's not, but it tastes so good, uh, especially toasted with a little bit of butter on it. That's good stuff. So let me tell you, we found a bun. I won't name. From I like buns, which, hun. From which uh, fast food franchise it was from. In a corner in a, a closet at one of my one of my stores, and there's nothing wrong with it. No telling how long it had been there, but there was n- I mean no mold on it. I didn't eat it, but it, there was no mold on it. It was not deteriorated. It was looked fine. Interesting. I don't think that was bread. I would say McDonald's. I I don't think we're allowed to say that. But oh yeah. really? Yeah, you can't be bashing another. They do have a. Farm. In my opinion, McDonald's, McDonald's might be a sponsor one day. You know, I remember somebody saying, "Oh, they should. They should sponsor Enrique. All he does is eat nuggets." I'm loving it. He's loving it. I remember people saying, "Like you could like say anything you want as long as you say in my opinion." Like even if you're talking, I would never do this. But they were like saying. Like if somebody come up to you, like even say a police officer, like you could say what you want to them as long as you say, in my opinion, da, 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 da. Uh, okay. In my opinion, that is completely <laughs> wrong. I'm in sure it opinion, is. And I have no drugs in my car. <laughs> <laughs> that's, see, that's not how that works. That's not how that works. I just always heard that. Yeah. And you've heard your, your it wrong. Honor, your honor. Your honor. In my in, opinion. In my opinion. <laughs> I'm going to stand up. In my opinion, I'm not guilty. <laughs> not guilty. Drop Mike, walk out. Walk out. Get tackled. 
I'm sorry. I thought this was America. <laughs> I thought we could have opinions. No, that's yes, not. Yes, I was wrong. That's not how that worked. This is, this is, okay, this is why I hate, hate the banter section of what? our podcast. Because I don't like the banter. I like to talk about what I come to talk about. But I can't talk about you things. you yourself, as I have proven, said, let's have a banter section. No. If because you, you know what? Listen. No, listen to me. You there, Jerry Baker. Uh, I have a friend that listens. Who? Me. You have no friends. I got, I'm not going to say. I'm going to protect well, those who shall not be friend? named. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, I like the part where y'all just like talk and talk. And it's like, it's just kind of like you don't go into the specifics, but like the basically the banter section. They like that section. This and is not the banter game snobs. This is the board game snobs. Well, but you always cut to the board games. Well, because that's- I like talking about other stuff. Because say they have not played or don't plan on playing the games we're going to discuss. They might. Well, the stuff we talk about beforehand gives them another reason There's to listen. There's nothing that we say that's of importance. But people like it. Is this content? I mean, do people you really like need an appetizer? Maybe. <sighs> Most times. I mean, sometimes I just like to have nacho, nacho cheese. Suckers. You guys all like your appetizers. I like nachos. Oh, saying, our potato wedges. Mushrooms. You let me know when we've progressed past the banter and we can cut to the chase. Seven more seconds. All right. We'll be ten minutes into banter. I see our waiter coming. <laughs> okay, hold. Welcome to Chili's. There we go. All right, so here's the deal. You can't say Chili's. Co-op. <laughs> in, my, in my opinion, you can't say you, Chili's. He named names. <laughs> Welcome to Chili's. So really, that's true. You can't name names? No, no you idea. can name names. Yeah, Chili's might be a sponsor one day. I like their two for 20. I just don't think we can bash them. You can't make fun of Chili's? I can say whatever I want. This is, uh, Jerry said opinion. it. In my opinion, this is I don't like them. We're talking about board games that we don't like. Oh, yeah, well. You don't like Chili's? Yeah. No, Wait, I love Chili's. Game? I don't like Applebee's. I'm there with you. In it's my a, opinion. No. Okay. I am firm on this fact. Applebee's Wait a minute. has a Wait terrible a wait staff everywhere I go. It's universal. I don't universal. know where they're finding these Thank you, individuals, Mike. but. Team Mike and Gabby on this they, one. They cannot hire a Actually decent that waiter or Gabby waitress. And Mike and Mag. My father does not like. Really? I knew he, I liked that. Yeah. To go to an Applebee's. We were of one mind. I knew we were on the, something there. Well, I'm glad that we could all agree on our hatred for Applebee's. Chili's, though. Mm. Chili's, that's delightful. I'm, I'm with Michael Scott on Chili's. I like Chili's. It's, it's a, a fun place. place. It's fun. We should go to Chili's. I'm always going to Chili's. Order a few drinks. I want to get the Presidente again. Margarita. Hell, the Presidente. The blackberry sweet tea. Love it. Ah, oh, I like and it. And I only order the El Presidente by saying, I'll take the. El Presidente. Does you any- say I want the the president? Does yes. Margarita. Yes. The, the, the president. Nobody any- translates in Chili's. Here's the thing. Chili's was only a thing back in the day because of that onion blossom thing. Awesome like, blossom. Uh, the awesome blossom that they stole from. They stole Outback Steakhouse, and they made that. Which and came they first? Advertised it to Outback. Can you prove that? But nobody yeah. knows because they were down under. Can you prove that? That the Outback. At the Blossom Fest. Why are you singing? I don't know. Don't bust out in the I song. This is the ba- yeah. banter section. It's over. <laughs> okay, go. This is over. Okay. This is over. Whenever I, I make up a song, it's time to move I on. I am not co-opting this anymore. We are moving on to a discussion about I'll decide. co-op games. We are, are moving go- on to a discussion of co-op games. 
Thank you for that. The first one we're going to discuss. Actually, no. Jerry, you always mess this up. Me and Mike. Okay, I introduced. Okay, we're not going to co-op yet. Me and Mike played, and I introduced him to, and his family, Istanbul. Istanbul. Istanbul came out in 2014. Please tell us all about it. (laughs) Everything. Please, everything. Who was the artist? Who made it? The artist was Andreas Oresh. And the distributor? Hans George Schneider. The publisher? Pegasus Spiel. The producer? Plus 14 more. Okay. Who designed Uh, it? The designer was Rudiger Dorn. Oh, Rutger Dorn. Uh, He's done quite a bit of things. Uh, He was in Blade Runner, wasn't he? Things is that old phrase. Uh, he's done Karuba, Steam Time, oh, Luxor, Steam Time. He, he just did Luxor, which came out this week. This week. This week. <laughs> this, this week in board gaming, <laughs> Luxor. This year, last actually, last year it was last year, 2018. Wow. Luxor nominated for Spiel des Jahres. Spiel des Jahres. He didn't a, win. He didn't win. What, what did win? Uh, it was uh, Azul. 2018. Azul wasn't it? Pretty sure. Wow. Uh, he's made that I see her on his list, abridged list of notable games. One, two, three. He's made quite a few games. Steam time. I enjoy that as an introductory game. Jerry does not. Mm. Istanbul. Okay. Well, let's go into Istanbul. Let's talk about Istanbul. Do you want me to describe what Istanbul is? Because I'm going to describe things. Describe. I will start off by saying I don't particularly enjoy Istanbul. <gasps> uh, it's a fine game. It's, it's one of those oscar-baked games that they knew this was going to get the spill to jars or at least be nominated for it but it's a game that you set out these tiles these big fat tarot sides card tiles and you move your little discs around and there's one disc on top that's the boss and the disc underneath it are the assistants and you can move uh to these other tiles and you drop off your assistant and then do that action so it's like a pseudo worker placement and the actions that you are taking are basically gathering one of these three resources, these bananas or spices or fruits or whatever they are. And you're trying to move around the board, upgrade your cart so you can carry more resources, and then sell those resources for jewels or the rubies. They're rubies. You're selling them for rubies. Rubes. And you're basically bouncing around this board, dropping off your workers and doing these actions. But Assistance. Then your assistance. But at the same time, sometimes you have to go back and meet at the fountain because just like at Walmart, if your mom left you and they can't find you, you meet at the snack bar. The same thing is in Istanbul. You go back to the fountain and all your assistants come back. They pile up underneath the boss and you bounce back around, dropping them off and getting resources. It's an okay game. Well, everyone else disagrees with you. It's okay. 2014 Golden Geek. Best family game, best strategy game. Board Game of the Year nominee. Mm. Oh, hold on. Those are all nominees. Uh, 2014 Kinnerspiel Dejaris winner. Dejaris? Ooh. Let me say this before I leave, because I'm about to leave. Because Where are you I'm, going? I'm, I've got some coffee brewing I'm going to get. Okay. And so I'm going to leave the fans in your care and keeping while I go make my uh, on-lot coffee. Uh, if you want a game that's really good, that's actually better... Better than Istanbul? Don't, don't, because that's a step after, I believe. The game you're looking for Yokohama. Yokohama. I understand that. that. I understand that, but Istanbul is a good family game. I don't like Introductory families. To that style. Whatever. 
You have a family. How do you not like family? I like my family. I don't like playing games with my family. You know why? Why? Because they're not strategic enough. Your wife beats you at everything you play. And that's her thing. Doesn't <laughs> your wife beat you at scythe ones? Shut up. <laughs> I have to get Jen on the podcast. Okay, Mike, since you're the one that played this, what did you think of it? You know, me, I, you, and your wife. Yeah. And that was Mike? it. It was the three of us. No, my, little Mike wasn't yeah, there. Little Mike didn't play. So, um, I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was. I thought it was great. My wife. My wife really enjoyed it. Now, here's here's the thing. Because in the previous podcast, or in a future podcast, depending on which order you put them out in, the we talked about board games with multiple sides. All right, about how that elevated the game because you can play it whether it's expanded different people. Now, the great thing about Istanbul is the order of those cards changes. You could potentially change it every single time that you play. Now, we played the in variable the... variable setup. The, the Yeah, it's a variable setup. Now, we played in the beginner or the The, the first one I played, yeah. we I set it up with their suggested, like, beginner's setup, basically. And it, like, sets all the things you need... In certain areas that are going to be close to each other. So you can just go back and forth those few areas. Loved it. I loved, loved that portion of the game. Um, but also, there's not, again, there's not just one clear-cut way of winning the game. You, you uh, I believe, and you could correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe oh, I, I will. won the first one. Oh, uh, oh. I believe so. Hold on. Let me yeah, check. Now, nah, watch my wife actually. Hold on. <laughs> you check. If you're listening. I, I won the first one. Oh, we'll see. I the one I guessed. explained it to you how the I, game works. I, I, I never would have guessed <laughs> so that. So I was like, this is how the game works. Okay, so, yeah, I beat you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. But once you figured the game out, yeah, you won the second one. Yeah. And, and it, it, even though the second game was kind of, uh, I can't remember how we set it up, but it was just random. No, that one, we literally, okay, there. They have like the short way. That's like the first setup. It's yeah. like, okay, you can go here and then a few steps over is how to get points from that. Then they have a actual long, they have different ways to set it up, mm-hmm. like a long setup. Like it's the longest path to get what you need from here over to here. Mm-hmm. Or you can just throw them out there. And that's what we did on the second game. I just threw them out there and we played. Yeah. And yeah, I just, I really enjoyed both times. Uh, it's probably a game that I'll be adding to my collection. Really? Because, uh, we really liked it, yeah. It's good. I liked it a lot. Yeah. So, where would you... Okay. Istanbul or Raiders? Everything compares to Raiders. Um, yes, it's a, it's a good touchstone. Silence. I would have to say... Raiders. <laughs> Just barely. Just barely. Uh, I did like Istanbul uh, a lot. So what what do you prefer over Raiders? Um, I guess the exact opposite of what I was saying. I I like that you you know exactly where you're going with Raiders. Uh, Now, we we play a little bit uh, differently because we've we've changed uh, a Minor detail. You made up your own rules. Yeah, minor detail <laughs> when it comes to Raiders. Just because uh, with Raiders, if you have a player that you're playing with, uh, they will go in guns a-blazing and wipe out all the fortresses and the game's over, and nobody got a chance to really build anything up. Because right. uh, they don't care about 
you know, getting to that next tier uh, when you're rating. So we, we changed a little bit, and that game lasts a little bit longer. And I, I, I don't know, just that particular portion of it, you know the direction you're going. Whereas with Istanbul, you've got, you've got to look at the board and you've got to figure out what direction you're going to take it to be able to score the most rubies. Rupees? Rupees or rubies? rubies? I, think it's, I think it's just rubies. It's Istanbul. You'd think it'd be rupees. I don't know what they do in Istanbul. Me neither. But they're red. They are red. Ruby red. So I want to go with rubies. Oh, yeah. Ru- rupees are green? I don't know. I have no idea. You're talking about a monetary unit. I do not know that well. Either way, yeah, I, you you you'd have to adjust your strategy depending on the way the board's set up, and that's awesome to me. Okay, yeah, I like Istanbul. It's another one of those games, much like Concordia, that we mentioned in our last podcast. I forget how much I like it, yeah. and it's a solid game, and it's a different style game than what. You know, a lot of games we play where you you have two moves. You can leave an assistant behind, and wherever you end up, that's the move you make. And you collect things on this board. And I like that personal board where you keep track of all your stats, all your goods. And then if you use them up, you just move your marker back on those little slots. Mm-hmm. I, forget, I forget all the things that you collect. But, yeah, anyway, it, it, I like a personal board. I like the personal board in the game, and it's just, uh, it's good. It's good. I like the leaving the assistance behind, and then if you run out of assistance, well, then you got to go the, the the fountain and bring them all like back, it. and it's it's unique in its delivery system of worker placement, basically. Not at worker placement, action selection, I guess you would say. Yeah, and it's, it's you know, you, you guys use the word fiddly a lot, but it is definitely not a fiddly game. No, I like that. That's a good point. Yeah. Cause like you set out the board, you set out the rubies, you have your workers, you're done. You're ready to go. You're no, ready to no go. Clean up. If you're cleaning up, it's because you've stretched yourself too thin and you got to go back to the fountain and collect everybody. Yeah. Good. Solid game. Istanbul. All right. So next we're going to discuss Pandemic, which I introduced to you and your family as well. And your wife likes that quite a bit. Yes. Yes. We, uh, we're actually. As we go into our co-op segment. The co-op section. Now, see, that's, that's really the portion of that game, uh, that we like. We jump straight into the hardest mode of Pandemic. Legendary? And, yeah. Why? Cause we're masochists. <laughs> Did I don't you know. beat it? No. Did you beat it? No. No. Did you but, beat it on simple? Oh yeah. Did you ever go to the simplest? We where the four cards? The four I don't know. Uh, it's like infections. It's like easy, normal, oh, hard. Yeah, we, we played easy first, jumped straight to hard the, the hardest. Yeah. And wow. uh, we we were able to beat it in easy, and I think we did play one in the medium and we we beat it, but yeah, we we went straight to hard and I think the re the reason why we like it so much is because it's not you just can't yeah it. there's different um, characters that you can play as that that have different special abilities um, that are advantageous to getting rid of the disease or getting rid of these different infections in the different areas. However, um, there's no clear cut 
like which character's best or which combination's best. You just got to play around with it. And which on, worker, which ones do you like the most? Uh, the medic is really good, um, which allows you to uh, clear out clear, multiple, clear, right? Yeah, clear out multiple. Now, see if you already have the cure. You don't you don't have to use an action to clear out the space. If you land there, it automatically clears out the space. However, if you do not have the cure yet, then when you land, you use an action and it clears out everybody. So that's that's a really good one. Um, I believe the other one is the researcher. Yeah, the researcher, which is the one that trades cards. You're, I think it the one it's where you can trade cards. Uh, you trade knowledge back and forth. Um, a lot easier. You don't necessarily have to be on a specific city. You just have to be in, in the same city as a person to trade your knowledge. Another yeah. good one is being able to build. So you're like naming three good ones. <laughs> they're like, they're all good. No, no. They're all good. These are the three. These okay. are the three. Okay. Uh, the one that me, when I played be- with me and you and your wife, like we won. Yes. You were the medic. I was the dude that could trade cards anywhere. Yeah. And my and wife's always the one that allows you to build. She can build the uh, hospitals stations. or whatever. Yeah. Those we beat the, it. We beat it on normal. Yeah. I think that's like the second time I've ever beat that game. Love it. And I think I've heard that the more players you got, the easier it is to beat. For some reason, I don't know why. Uh, unless, and I'm sorry if you're listening to this little Mike, unless you're your third <laughs> Are player. you going to play it for him? <laughs> no, I'm not going to play it. <laughs> okay, well then maybe he won't know it. But uh, go ahead. Maybe. Maybe in a few years. When we <laughs> no, this is permanent. Yeah, no, little he, Mike, we still love you. Yeah, we do. And don't okay, stop so playing. Mike and then little Mike. That's the son of Mike. This. It's too much like me, unfortunately. <laughs> I'm sorry again. Future. Didn't burn too much brain power on that name, did yeah. you? No. <laughs> nope. Mike. What are we going to call this one? Uh, little Mike? Little Mike. <laughs> we had a second one. What are we going to call this one? Uh, DJ, what's your first name? <laughs> Whatever you oh, are, yeah. the same thing again. What I'm talking about. I'm back. Oh, God. Uh, so hey, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. But anyway, back to pandemic. Back to pandemic. I'm glad that I'm back. Oh, Jerry's Boom. back. Uh, Jerry had to take a little break and go give him some coffee. I love coffee. Love late night coffee. Do you drink coffee? What I drink you- coffee before I go to bed. Yes. I drink it black. I drink it white. I drink it without sugar, with sugar. Espresso, mocha, cappuccino. This is a problem for me. Oh, no. I have come to like the powdered creamer for coffee that's like oh, literally the nasty. worst. It's that like the highest you know, saturated so fat, high fructose. Oh, it's you, terrible. That is, that is literally gluten and high fructose. Culture. It's terrible, but I love it. Wow. I love it. I love it. I love it. If you keep doing that, you'll end up dying. <laughs> I know. I of some weird disease. It's okay. What's like a new? pandemic. I'm segueing this hard. Uh, Pandemic. I loaned Gobby my copy of Pandemic on the Brink and various other expansions yes, with it. I have not played it yet. Because Pandemic is a special game to me. One, it's one that I somewhat enjoy. I don't like playing it often because it's co-op. I don't like co-ops. But two, it was like the first board game I played with my wife. Oh, nice. Like the, We was on vacation. I was getting back in the gaming and went into a board game shop. Said, hey, been out of the game for a while. What I need, and the guy pulled off pandemic and said, Here you go. Take off with it. I enjoyed it. It's a nice little puzzle. It's something that I don't generally like to break out, 
but I think that everybody should play di- pay play pandemic. <laughs> I'm sorry. That coffee this kicking coffee, in? Coffee, uh, Death Wish Coffee. Who made it? Death Wish Coffee. Your Who wife? made that coffee? Death Wish Coffee is the Gina? most highly okay. caffeinated coffee in the world. You can get on wait, Amazon. Wait, 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 wait. Are you stating a true lo- fact? Yes. I love Death Wish Coffee. It's called the one Death that Wish? They put the butter in, is it? No, that's that's that silver bullet, whatever. That's that bulletproof. No, that's not bulletproof. No, no, no. Death that's for Wish keto coffee. stuff. Death Why do you put butter in your coffee? Because in ketosis, you need high fat, zero carb. And coffee gives for you... somebody to drink a stick of butter, though. Well, but you get the high fat, which fills you up and satiates you. Keto diet. You need the keto diet. That's keto diet stuff. I would just like which to say. Which my wife is on right now. So there you go. That's why I, I know like about it. I just like to say that Gabby is not a medical thin. professional. Gina is thin. And that's what's shocking. Is she's always like super thin and I'm super fat. I know. Gina's thin. We are she's the epitome the- of King of Queens. Have you ever <laughs> seen King of Queens? <laughs> like... I'm the fat guy. She's the attractive skinny wife. Why are we together? Who knows? I don't know. The she's, producers have deemed it so. She's probably hoping that you get some of that Paul Bart mall cop money Maybe somewhere. So. I don't know. You should but, grow a mustache. But Death Wish is for real? Like, is that a brand? It is a brand. Highest caffeinated whole bean coffee That's what I'm in the talking world. about. Speaking of keto, there's some stuff called Bang that everybody's on. Uh, it's, why are we it's like an energy this? drink. It's an energy drink that's got zero calories, zero carbs, but has sucralose, which gives you a 20% spike in your insulin levels anyway, so it doesn't really do you much good in the keto ketosis state. Gabby's not a medical professional, nor an I'm not a medical professional, but I've dieted for the last 20 years of my life, so I don't I think that you, I don't, I wouldn't exactly use the term dieted. <laughs> okay, I have read about diets. Okay. <laughs> there you go, there you go. I have a vast knowledge in my head. All I need is application, and I do not know how to do it. That's right. But, okay, back to pandemic hard merge. I'm gonna make a seg. I'm gonna make a segue. I'm, I'm gonna pay somebody to say hard merge. Oh no! I'm gonna do it myself. No, I think I sound pretty good. You do sound good. Hard merge. You like that guy? You I just wish in the world hard. Weird. You just made it weird. You just made it weird, Mike. I mean, the way you were saying it. In a world without yield signs, <laughs> hard merge. Nothing but hard merge. Okay. Pandemic. I cannot remember the first time I played it. It's that long. I, I can't. I don't remember why I played it, how I played it, when you're, I played you're it. You're probably lonely. But I remember playing it with Mike a played few weeks Mike. ago. Mike. And it's another one of those games. This is my deal with games. I'm very forgetful. Yes. <laughs> I just forget why oh, I'm Gobby has li- I'll just to give you some history. Gobby has literally bought a game that he owns. <laughs> that is sitting on his shelf. Another Gobby moment. And then tell me, I just bought this. I think I'd be great. I was like, we own that. It's on your shelf. <laughs> what? I forget. I have a terrible memory. But I bought Pandemic. I play Pandemic. And I forget that... I enjoy Pandemic when I play it. It's not in my top games. It's not something that me and Jerry and the board game snobs are going to break out because we're not. Your number one is not <laughs> Pandemic Legacy. Your number two is not Generic Pandemic. No, no, no. Your number three is not Iberia. Fall of Rome. Your number four is not Rise of Time. Uh, I did buy Fall of Rome. I wish I want to play it. And the theme of Fall of Rome appeals to me. Everything I've read says that it changes up quite a bit of the mechanics. Yes. The pandemic theme is there. Does it feature real Romans? 
<laughs> I don't know. Uh, I like the theme. But you haven't played it. But I have not played it. I hear it's good. It's sitting on the shelf. It shall be played soon. I want to talk about a co-op game that I dearly love. And I will back you up on this 100%. Okay. Can you go beyond 100%? No. No. Exactly. People so why do people say, I gave it 110%? It's be- literally That's because that's impossible. what their gym teacher says. And it's you, impossible. It's not possible. 100% is the max of anything. It's a, it's a um, more of a psychological. The only way you can do that is if like the expected capacity of this let, is. Let me explain to you about 10. this. Motivation okay. is 70% concentration, up. 40% physical, 20% <laughs> mental. Mental. Hot do what? What? That's exactly right. Uh, Flashpoint Fire Rescue. That's what I'm talking about. I want to talk about Flashpoint Fire Rescue. Thank you. One, I didn't. I'm very sad that I didn't bring it to play with uh, Mike, but I'm going to. It's here, isn't it? Nice. No, I took it home. Oh. I recently painted the miniatures on it. I like painting minis. Did a good job on these, if I do say so myself. Flashpoint is basically kind of like a pandemic game, except that has miniatures. And it's about fighting fires. It is not basically pandemic. It is pandemic, but with better theme, better components, better game. Okay. I have all the expansions for it, just about. I think there's one little thing I don't have. But Flashpoint is this neat little uh, board game that has a grid of a house or various others, uh, depending on the expansions. It might be a two-story home or a submarine or a boat or whatever. Basically, the structure's on fire. And you roll these dice that show the grids. It's like a six by eight dice. You roll it, shows out where the smoke and fire show up. And you're sending in your firemen to rescue people and to find out what's going on and to fight the fire. And I used to be a fireman. And so this theme is something that I really, really like just because it's light. And there's an advanced uh, an advanced uh, variant to it that makes the game much harder. But there's also a family version to it. I think that for my money, if I was going to tell somebody, to buy a co-op game, which I don't like co-op games, uh, but this is also a game you can play solo, I would definitely say you should probably pay, play Pandemic, but you should buy Flashpoint. Yes. I like it. I like it, the fact that I painted the miniatures. I like the components. I like the various expansions for it, and it makes the game harder. It makes it different. It changes things up. You have these little characters, and each little character does something different. It's just fun, and I do not like, I do not like co-op games. I brought this and said, Gobby, we need to play this because I've been talking about it for a while. Busted it out. We played it. Gobby, did you like it? Loved it. Loved it. This is my deal with Pandemic. Pandemic is a good game mechanically. You have the breakouts, the the outbreaks. The rashes. The outbreaks, the cars that are drawn, all that stuff. But there's zero theme. Yeah. Zero. Yeah, the cubes are diseases. It's cubes and ponds, and you have a world map. Calendia don't look like cubes. No, ain't no clam diddly. (laughs) But fire point, flash point, fire fire rescue, fire fire rescue, fire whatever. That is super thematic. Jerry paid these minis, and I was like, oh, yeah, this is is Bob. Bob's going to fight this fire. Oh, Bob's dead. Hmm. Oh, Bob. I remember there's a... There's this <laughs> like, n- literally, my first play of the game, fire explosion. Bob is dead. It, it was There's this neat little mechanic in the game when you roll the dice and exp- 
fire can show up on an area that is explosive and has hazards. It's kind of like uh, an oxygen tank. Yeah. Mm. And so oxygen tank sitting over here. When you flip the little token over and it's fire, all the smoke that's touching the token turns the fire. And so it travels down the smoke and blows up orthogonally. It's the same thing as the outbreak. It it is literally the same thing as outbreak, uh, the outbreak on pandemic. pandemic. Mm. So it spreads out and it it triggers this, triggers that, triggers this. But sometimes your fireman is standing where the outbreak or the explosion. (laughs) Unfortunately, I was at the only door open to where this fire exploded. And it it wiped it out. was my literally my second move in the game. I'm gone and backdraft, backdrafted dead, backdraft the game. So you're just out at that I point. Was, no, no, no. Well, the, uh, the, you can. How's that go? I think the rule is that you can select another fireman. I house rule it to where just like if I have a down fireman, fireman gets down, you leave him there, and if another fireman can come rescue him, it's like resuscitate me, resuscitates him, drags him out, he mm-hmm. becomes a victim. Then that's just my own variant. I have actually this is one of the few games. This is how much I like this game. This is one of the few games I've written my own rules. Jerry's for. an ex-fireman. I love loved it because I've played this game with I've played Flashpoint with people who aren't board gamers. I played it with Enrique's family. His dad is not a board gamer. He's not interested in board nope. gaming. But it was very neat to watch him take command and be the fire captain and him radioing and him moving things around and him sitting there going. Is your dad anti-sleeves? No. No. Only at beaches. Only at beaches. <laughs> that's uh, that's, that's appropriate. That's, a, that's appropriate. appropriate. Yes. You know what's not appropriate? No sleeves in February. <laughs> Meeting new people January. in the living room. No sleeves. Whenever. Wintertime. Wintertime. No sleeves. Panama uh, Jack hat. No sleeves. No sleeves. But sleeves. he has a jacket. He has a leather jacket. <laughs> he wore a leather jacket. No and then broke out his guns. Broke out the guns. You know how disconcerting it is to have him <laughs> oh, come yeah. into your home wearing a Panama Jack hat, a leather jacket, and for him I'm to take so off confused. his jacket and have no sleeves on and be wearing cargo I shorts. I look at the Panama Jack Breakaway hat, cargo hat shorts. and I'm like... <laughs> I look at the Panama Jack hat, and I'm like, he's on vacation. Look at the leather jacket, and I'm like, oh, but he's kind of tough. Then he pulls off his jacket, and he's like, oh, he's got the gun showing. Then he has a cargo show. So I'm like, oh, he's on vacation again. I don't know what to do. (laughs) I am confused. I'm so confused. I am confused. I'm not confused about Flashpoint. I really like it. Smooth segue. Love it. I think that, and I have all the expansions for it. And it just bloats the game. You can and and the, the expansion that you had that we played where you draw cards for every move. The newest expansion was, that came out. Ba- it was literally pandemic, but with a fire in the house. And it was so much better than pandemic. It was so much more thematic because you have your miniatures. You have a, uh, the board is a diagram of a house. It's like a blueprint of a house. It is it is pandemic better. I was I was at where was I at? In, I was in Plano a couple weeks ago. Gabby, what should I buy? Crickets. Wait, what? When I was at what was that? Uh, what was that stuff? Madness. Oh, madness! Madness. madness. Yeah, we like frequent this. madness down yeah. in Plano. Well, yeah, I know this is. It's but tough. you know, you know how we are about. So we we have this thing. I was about trying that. to think of new stuff. Yeah, we 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 don't like borrowing board games. Because of okay, so Mike Mike has a family, his, mm-hmm. his wife, and he has two young children. His oldest son is eleven. Eleven. 
His oldest son is 11. His, and he gets super excited and he will bend the crap out of your stuff. Oh, and for cards, so we don't we don't borrow we don't we oh. don't borrow games. So Mike doesn't like to borrow my games because he's like he's afraid they're going to get ruined. Oh, that's that's legit. So I'm like, "Okay, I don't mind, but okay, buy your buy your game." So you go so, to Madness. Yeah. Could have suggested Flashpoint. He's but like, that was look before, for Follow Rome. Look for Follow Rome. That was before I played Flashpoint. Oh, really? Yes. God, he's not a good reviewer. I'm not good. I'm not good at words. Well, I will say this. If you're looking for a good co-op game, to me, Flashpoint is an excellent game. Pandemic is, like, good. But if you really want to get thematic, Flashpoint is the way to go. Boom. There it is. Well, that's all the time that we have this evening. I know because I got to finish my coffee. I'm Jerry. Oh, am I next? This is Enrique. I just don't know. Enrique why. forgot. There we go. Was. I don't think you said anything this whole podcast. <laughs> oh, is, am I on this one? Uh, if you would, please leave us a review. No, don't worry about uh, it, Jerry. Nobody cares. We don't care. We don't Jerry. do this pod. We Jerry. do this podcast for ourselves. Leave us a review it. at iTunes. Leave us a comment, whatever at Podbean. Whatever you're listening on, follow us on Just Twitter. Just go on and click on and say, "Hey, we like these like guys." Like us on Instagram, tickle us on Facebook. Like us. Uh, what else is there? Do do our MySpace. Our MySpace is pretty awesome. No. <laughs> we got some Twitter. Of the, oh, yeah, Twitter. Uh, mostly Instagram LinkedIn. and Twitter. Are we on Twitter? We're on Twitter. Wow. Board game snobs. What? Instagram. Board game snobs. Board game snobs at Gmail. We even have a Tumblr, which nobody uses. Nobody uses Tumblr. Uh, we have it. a website, boardgamesnobs.com. We you can uh, contact us there. You can get on there. And Jerry look doesn't it. leave any more reviews, but I will post when we have a new podcast coming out. Nice. All right. That's all. All right. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Board Game Snobs. Stay classy. Stay classy.